0: As Miranda and I made our way into the clearing, I was taken aback by what I saw. Three trailers were placed all around it, along with what looked to be hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of scientific equipment. It all filled the clearing and looked to be more like a remote base for a large-scale operation than in the middle of the woods of Melancholy Falls. It was also bustling with activity, as members of the Society of Shadows filled the entire area. However, instead of their normal creepy black masks, Each was outfitted in a white, full-body containment suit, much like they wore in Outbreak or E.T. They all milled about, running between equipment, writing notes, and generally keeping busy. Off to one side, on the edge of the clearing, was a man dressed in slacks and a wool sweater. He held a large black umbrella, which hid his face.
1: Uh, should we have some of those suits too?
2: No bother. Those are just extra precaution. However, we found out they aren't really necessary. Then why are they wearing them? For style, perhaps? I don't know. You can ask them if you'd like. Can you feel it? Radiating with energy.
3: The tear. It seems to reach right into your soul and pulse with your every heartbeat.
0: Well, yeah, I do feel a little bit off, but where exactly is it? I don't see it.
1: Yeah, are we missing something?
2: Look harder. There.
0: Zane pointed to the center of the clearing, where the society members have roped off a small area. At first glance, it didn't seem to be anything special, but looking closer, I could see that something was not quite right. In fact, there was a faint shimmer in the air, about two feet off the ground. As I took a step closer, I was able to see a faint blackness within the shimmer. As the talisman grew warm against my chest, I moved my head to the side, and the shimmer vanished from my view. But when I moved it back, it was there again.
2: Yes, I know what you're thinking. You can only see it from just the right angle.
1: What is that thing? That,
2: my dear, is the tear. The tear to nothingness. How did you guys find this? By accident, actually. Someone was camping nearby and happened to notice it when it was reflecting their firelight. We sent a team out to investigate before we realized what it was. As soon as we did, we quarantined the whole area. Quarantine? I didn't know you guys can do that. Our reach is extensive, Mr. Barker. You should know that. And with our help, even more so.
0: And what exactly is your
3: help doing? The Order, while also operating from the shadows for centuries, has broadened its reach these past few decades. All this equipment is on loan from our research facilities.
2: How kind of you. Jonathan, if we can put aside our squabbles for the greater good, then so should you.
1: What exactly are you guys doing here?
2: Testing, for lack of a better word. Testing for what? Weaknesses, strengths, ideas.
3: We don't know much about the tear. But every little bit we do learn can only help
0: us to close it in the end. What about that never was thing? Has anyone seen it? Yes and no. The tear is difficult to see beyond,
2: but there have been fleeting glimpses of it from the other side.
1: What exactly is it?
2: That's not a question we can even explain. No one's ever seen it before, so we can't really answer that. And with any luck,
3: we won't have to.
2: So what are we doing here? I mean, we know
0: where the tear is, we just don't know how to close it. So,
2: what's the deal? We were hoping to see if you elicited some sort of reaction. Reaction? What does that mean?
3: There is a special kinship here between the power that is within you and the unique properties of the talisman. We believe that your mere proximity may be able to help us solve our little problem.
0: Hang on, I-, I thought you said the talisman caused this problem.
2: It may have sparked this tear, yes. But another jolt should be able to close it.
1: Jonathan, what are they talking about?
2: You know,
0: the whole chosen one this stuff I was telling you about earlier.
1: Yeah, but powers?
0: Yeah, that one I still have no idea about either. I mean, yeah, I have them, but sometimes they work, but mostly they don't.
1: Can you fly?
0: I'm not a superhero, Miranda.
1: Oh, well, that's disappointing.
0: As we spoke, one of the society members came up to Zane, holding a clipboard.
2: We're ready, Mr. St. Green. Ah, excellent. Thank you, Logan. Jonathan, this is my assistant, Logan. He will be working with us on this.
0: I didn't realize you needed an assistant. But, hi, it's nice to meet you, Logan.
2: Likewise. Now, shall we? So, what, I just get close to it? Much like when the talisman gets close to one of the Seven Sins and absorbs it into its being, we are confident that the tear will have a similar reaction, sealing it up.
3: Easy as pie.
1: I don't feel so great about this. Sir! Movement detected!
0: What? Zane and Lundy ran to a nearby monitor and observed some images flashing across the screen. However, my eyes were drawn to the tear itself, where from within the shimmer, I could see something moving on the other side. While the shape was nebulous, it was clear that whatever it was, it wanted out.
2: This is fascinating. I never dreamed of being able to observe this for myself. We've
0: never had readings like this before.
2: It's always quick bits and it's gone, but now it seems to be standing right at the edge, on its own side. It is likely Jonathan's proximity. It can sense him. We need to do this now, Zane. It might be the only chance we have. The readings are off the charts, sir. Jonathan, listen to me. There is nothing to worry about. I don't
0: know, guys. Those alarms are saying otherwise.
2: It's just a precaution. We've done the calculations, and
3: the chances of anything going wrong are less than 2%.
2: We need to see if it reacts to you in the way we expect. We need to rule out the possibility of anything else happening. This doesn't feel like the best idea. It will be fine. Just listen to me. Take a step closer. Slowly. We can observe the readings, and if things begin to go south, you can just move back, and everything will return to normal. Define normal. Please, Jonathan. We need your help. Alright, let's just get this over with. Start the recordings. We'll need to go over the results later. Yes, sir. As I took another step closer to the tear,
0: I noticed a momentary shaking of the shimmer. However, it could have just been a trick of my eyes, as the Never Was was on the other side moving as well. With each step I took, I can feel the talisman heating up against me. I stopped when I was less than a foot away from it and stared into the nothingness on the other side of the tear. Everyone in the clearing watched with bated breath. Even the man with the umbrella, his face still hidden behind it, seemed to look on in interest.
2: As the talisman warmed up a bit more, I took it out from beneath my shirt. What did the readings say? Just stay there, Jonathan. We're taking measurements now. Jonathan. As I stood
0: there, I continued to stare into the tear. While at first, the shape on the other side was nebulous, it soon began to form before me. Either my eyes were adjusting, or my brain was trying to make sense of the madness. However, it looked like two large silver eyes were staring back at me from the other side. Just a few more moments. It seemed to look deep into my soul, my entire being, and it entranced me. I felt as if I couldn't move, even if I tried. What Lundy had said earlier was right. I could feel it pulsating inside of me as the talisman seemed to pulse in time with it. It was almost as if I could feel a cold, icy hand reaching across the veil and right into my chest.
2: Almost there.
0: Jonathan! I felt a slight push within my head, and it was as if a door had opened inside of me, and on the other side of it was a voice that was calling out.
1: <sighs> Stop this now!
0: No, wait! Not yet. We're almost done. It was too late. Their tests, their readings, they would never be complete. Because at that moment, the talisman lashed out against my chest, a single bolt of black energy cascading from it, and struck the tear dead center. Oh no. That icy grip I felt in my chest tightened as the tear pulsated, opening wider than it was before. Jonathan, step away from there.
1: Get out of there.
0: I still couldn't move. I could only watch in horror as the tear crackled and opened wider. Those silver eyes on the other side staring right at me, the voice inside my head calling out again. Death, man. With a sound like crackling glass, the membrane within the shimmer broke, and I could see clear into the nothingness that exists between the worlds, and I did not like what awaited me. Jonathan! The society members scattered as the Never Was stepped through the tear, setting foot on any world for the very first time. My God. I held my ground as it came through all the way, trying to fully take in its shape. Much like the tear that it came through, the Never Was was hard to pin down. Though it seemed to be a large black semblance, it was roughly the same size and shape as a lion. However, it shimmered in the air, as if it was there one moment and not the next. Jonathan, run! I was frozen in place. The Never Was slinked around me, studying me. But again, it shimmered in and out of my vision, despite my staring right at it. It stopped, and those silver eyes stared right back into mine, as the voice called out inside my head again sounding more malicious than ever before. Talisman. The was stood on its hind legs like a man, and a tendril of blackness reached out between us. As it touched my chest, I felt a jolt from within me, as if it connected with me. However, the Talisman did not like that, as another spark of black energy shot out, striking the was in its own chest, knocking it back to standing on all fours.
3: What was that?
0: I could feel the anger coming off the Neverwas as it reared upward, one of its mightily sized paws leaning back as if it was about to strike. Get the hell out of there! As she shouted, Miranda chucked a rocket at never was, striking it in the head. It let out a deafening sound, unlike anything I'd ever heard before, before it darted off into the woods with inhuman speed. Jonathan! With that thing gone, it felt as if a huge weight had been lifted off my chest, and I found I could move again. The talisman's heat faded away. I was apparently holding my breath, as I let out a huge gasp, searching for air, as Zane, Lundy, and Miranda ran to my side.
2: Are you alright? What happened? Why didn't you move? <gasps> I... I couldn't.
0: Something was... It was holding me in
1: place. It was that thing. The never was. I, I... I... think I heard it.
0: Heard it? Yeah. Like a... like it was a voice in in my head. What did it say? I'm not sure. I I think it said... talisman? Talisman. I wonder why. I don't don't know. It it was like it was calling out to me. Or or, or it. The the
2: talisman. Could it want it?
1: Who cares? It's gone now.
2: You shouldn't have thrown that rock at it, Miranda. We don't know what sort of damage it could do and where it's gone off to. We could have tried to contain it.
1: Contain it? Just like you had contained this tear? Do any of you have any idea what you're even doing?
2: We do know that it is dangerous, and that with it on the loose, who knows how much danger we are truly in. How bad is it?
0: How much time do we have?
3: With the never was, free of the nothingness, the fabric of reality will begin to break down. At what rate, I can't say. Months, weeks, days even. We're in uncharted territory now. I'm just not sure.
0: So we just have to find it and get it back here, right?
1: You saw what that thing did to you, Jonathan. It won't be that easy.
0: No, it won't.
2: Yeah, but when has it ever stopped me before? What else could happen? What other side effects might we expect?
3: Well, with the tear open and the never was through, that means the veil between all the worlds will begin to break down too.
2: And that's bad, right? Oh, yes. That is bad. That is very, very bad.
1: And what about the tear?
2: We'll keep an eye on it. We leave a team here and monitor it. Perhaps the Never Was will come back on its own. Yeah, I don't think that's going to
1: happen.
0: In the meantime,
3: you need to be careful, Jonathan. That thing is clearly after you, and after the talisman. We can't know for sure what it wants, but it can't be
2: good. So what now? I'd say life is usual, but that's not quite fair. More like keeping a vigilant eye. You still have a job to do, Jonathan. Wait, we're not going to go after that thing? It's too dangerous. We need to know more first. Whatever just happened, whatever the talisman did to cause the tear to open, we'll find out in the readings we took. We'll continue to investigate and hopefully come up with a plan to stop that thing.
1: So what? You're just going to let it roam free out there?
2: What choice do we have?
1: It could kill someone.
2: We need to have a plan, an idea. If we run off half-cocked, it may get worse. Go home, Jonathan. Get some rest. Whatever happened, it seems to have taken a lot out of you. Don't you worry.
3: We'll handle it from
0: here. We will figure this out.
1: I sure hope so.
2: Minutes later, Miranda
0: and I were making our way out of the woods, away from the tear, leaving the Society of Shadows, Zane, and Lundy to whatever it is they were going to do. However, my eyes kept darting around, looking for the never was.
1: Is it out there?
0: I don't think so. At least, not anywhere nearby. I think I would feel it if it was. Feel it? I don't know how to explain it, but I think I made some sort of connection with it, when it touched me.
1: Does that kind of thing happen often? Not really. So how do you know you connected with it?
0: I don't. Not for sure, anyway. But I guess we'll find out for sure the next time that thing comes around.
1: So what now? What do we do in the meantime?
0: Well, I kind of don't have a place to stay tonight. You think maybe you can drop me off at a hotel or something?
1: I'm staying at the Melancholy Motor Inn Motel. I'm sure they have more rooms to spare.
0: Hey. Thanks.
1: Don't thank me yet. Let's see if they have a vacancy first.
0: No, I I mean for what you did. Back there. Who knows what would have happened if the never was, was was. well. Don't
1: mention it, really. Plenty of people throw rocks. Come on, let's get you some rest, okay?
0: Yeah, that sounds good.
1: Just no more weirdness for the rest of the day, okay?
0: Yeah, good luck with that.
1: Return Home Episode 25: A New Career in a New Town. You just listened to part three of three. It was written and produced by Jeff Heimbuck. It featured the vocal talents of Steppi Kame, Cleve Nettles, David Doris, Zane Sexton, Clarence Leonard, and Jeff Heimbuck. The original musical score was by Corey Celeste. Wanna find us on social media, buy Return Home Merchandise, or support us on Patreon? You can find links for each in the show notes or on our website at returnhomepodcast.com. Questions? Comments? Have a tear in reality you want to tell us about? Send us an email at returnhomepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, pleasant dreams.